0: Hey everybody! This is Matt Burke, and you're listening to the Wobcast. Hey!
1: Yeah. All right, everyone, welcome back. It's another edition of the Wobcast. I'm your host, Mike Wobtel, at Radio Row inside Mall of America for Super Bowl Fifty Two. Joined as always by Chris Corso, the co-host and the producer. What's up, man? What's up, Bobby? This hey. is uh, this
2: is exciting. A little more packed than yesterday when we it were is. here. Um, a lot of big names
1: coming around, so it's, it's cool to be here. I think the first two days of Radio Row are like preseason games, and Wednesday, and I'm guessing tomorrow, Thursday, are yep. like regular season games of Radio Row.
2: Well, we know Thursday, it's a regular season game for, for the Vikings out here, because we have a bunch, oh, of, yeah. a bunch of our guys coming, That's right? That's right, we do. Rick
1: Spielman. and Mark Wilf. Yep, right. and Kevin Warren will be here, too. Okay, so, cool. So yeah. tons of stuff coming up yet here uh, on Radio Row, Vikings-related, uh, and also NFL-related, of course. Uh, including a conversation we had with Greg Cassell, which was really cool because we're, like, strutting around here trying to find someone to be the guest on the Wobcast today. And you would think it's an easy thing to do, Radio Row of Super Bowl week, except, oh, funny, the time we picked to record the Wobcast... Goodell's having his, his annual presser. Super Bowl presser. So yep. like everyone's gone yep. but we found Greg Cosell and we had a chat with him. That was pretty cool wasn't that, it? That was really cool. He's uh, He's been
2: analyzing film for NFL Films for a really really yeah. long time so um, he picked out a couple plays in that Eagles game which yeah. obviously we're still twisting our heads over trying yeah. to think what happened and um, he, had, he had a lot of experience picking out some of these yeah. Eagles plays throughout the season so um, it was good to hear what he had to say and analyze some of our guys, and he's a big fan
1: of the Vikings for yeah. sure. Yeah, so. he is. Yeah, he, he's a nice guy. We always talk to him at the Combine, and uh, but we got to talk to him Super Bowl week, that conversation coming up in a little bit. But first, let's talk about two things that we need to review, Chris, the Pro Bowl and the Senior Bowl. So we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about those things. That's in the rearview mirror, and we want to look forward. But um, the Vikings did shine at the Pro Bowl.
2: Vikings really did shine. It's like they were probably just waiting to get, get up back on the field again yeah. after that Eagles yeah. game. Adam Thielen scored the first points of the game in his first ever Pro Bowl. He had an eight-yard touchdown pass from Saints quarterback Drew Brees in the first quarter, and Harrison Smith, he big probably time. had, I think, the play of the game, yeah. maybe the play of Pro Bowl history, honestly. <laughs> a 79-yard interception return for a touchdown in the second quarter. Um, that was a big play, but the, the AFC did rally back and win the game uh, 24-23, to but... Harrison Smith, according to ESPN Stats and Info, had the longest interception return for a touchdown in Pro Bowl history. There you go. So that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we get it. We wish we weren't playing in the Pro Bowl because we want to be playing in the Super Bowl, but that's not how it shook out. So given the fact that we had to be there, cool to see some Vikings uh, steal the show a little bit in Orlando at the Pro Bowl. Let's listen to some reaction of the five Vikings that were in Orlando last weekend at the Pro Bowl. First touchdown of the game, what was that play like? Well, uh, you know, I had a slant, so I knew that uh, I knew that if you just uh, gave me a chance, I could make a play. And uh, obviously, Drew uh, had been alone in the league a long time and, and put a perfect ball on me, and, and the rest was uh, pretty easy. And
2: then Harrison followed that up with his own touchdown. What was that like to see
1: today? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, it almost felt like we had a little something from last week. We, we weren't ready to be done, but uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome for him to get that. And uh, especially just uh, how good of a football player he is, and and to see him make a play like that's pretty awesome. It's unbelievable, it's just, uh, it, it, you really just get spoiled out here, just with all the the players, just uh, you know, getting knowledge from them, uh, just getting to know some of these guys that you play against every year, sometimes twice a year, and um, it, it's just uh, such a blessing, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity.
2: What
1: was it, what was it like, you know, another football for you, what was it like being out there with the guys? I mean, it was a great experience. This year, I got a new coaches, we had the Saints, we had some Rams coaches, it was it was a great experience. Got to meet some new players. Um, lost again. They didn't like that part of it, but it was still a good, a great experience. You
2: didn't take it easy, show off your physicality early, make a presence. Back.
1: I mean, I'm, y'all, y'all know how I am, man. I, I run to the ball. I, I give Max effort, and I made a play. I mean, what else do you want me to? Do? What was it like
2: seeing Harrison get that pick six? Well, that was, it was great.
1: I mean, got to see him run with the ball. I mean, I know he's fast, so now everybody got a chance to see him today. He's, he's pretty fast, he's and he's a, he's a hell of a player. Any thoughts on the week being here? I mean, it was a great week. My family came down and got a chance to enjoy this, and I'm just, I'm just blessed and happy to be here. Was quite an interception, and we stumbled a little bit on the way in. But but you realized the crowd was behind you. You had to get in, didn't you? Yeah, you know I had to go back to my to my old running back days and keep my feet and get in the end zone.
0: Obviously, you have a teammate, Linval Joseph. Did he get the memo that you're not supposed to plaster some
1: guy in the first quarter? (laughs) Uh, He uh, there's no really there's no medium for him. It's it's either you know he's not playing or he is playing. So it's all go when he gets between the white lines.
2: Uh, you and Adam got first touchdowns of the game. What's that
1: feel like you know having successfully like in this game? Uh, I mean it's yeah, it's cool to see your teammate um, you know, get a touchdown, get in the end zone. I was hoping to hoping to get Rudy in there too, Zay and Limval, so I guess we could have had a couple more. At what
2: point did you realize on that pick that you had a chance
1: to take it back? Uh, pretty early. Uh, you know the guys did a good job blocking for me, so um, you know there is there's enough room to get there. Also going on at the same time as the Pro Bowl, the Senior Bowl. Now, we did not send a crew to the Senior Bowl this year because we were too busy getting ready for the conference championship game and then reacting to the conference championship game. So we didn't go down to Mobile, but we kept our eye on it. And I had some content up on the site. What were some of your takeaways?
2: Yeah, we had uh, our our writer, Craig Peters, He usually heads down there with one of our uh, photographers. He's a big uh, Mobile, Alabama guy, Uh Craig. He loves going down there. So he had some takeaways from the game, but I watched as well. Um, One of the guys that a lot of the analysts have been picking out is University of Texas San San Antonio um, pass rusher, defensive end Marcus Davenport he's a small school guy um but definitely one to keep an eye on as a pass rusher um in 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 the drafts he's obviously a player that probably the top in his division in college and obviously not a big school but then you put him out there with all the best players in the country and And he shined like the rest of them. So um, it's always cool to see a small school guy like that really shine in the Senior Bowl. But, Wabi, what's like one player that really stuck out to you probably over this past weekend in the Senior Bowl? I think
1: Baker Mayfield maybe. I'll take the low-hanging fruit. I mean, I I saw he won like practice player of the week, like the guy who was – Yeah. So that that, that maybe was a little – eye-catching to me to see him do that at that stage because he could easily be a guy who just takes something like the senior ball off doesn't take it seriously he's going to be taken in the first round but he, he came there and worked hard so I think that stood out to me and I think the pass rusher you talked about from UTSA was a standout you know and I want to add depth to the defensive line so maybe I went in with like uh a preconceived idea um you know but uh, I thought he was a standout yep. and look I think there's lots of good players at the senior bowl you know every year I every mean they year. do a great job of of getting talented guys to go there and play and uh, so you know it was fun to keep an eye on we're going to go to the combine and learn more about these guys later in February and uh, before you know it, the draft's going to be here. The mock madness is going to be going, and we're going to be finding out who the Vikings—you know—who people are projecting the Vikings to take at pick number thirty. So um, you know, once we can get this Super Bowl in the rearview mirror, I think we're really can can start looking forward to, to the draft and free agency. And that's going to be fun. I mean, you bring up a quarterback name like that. We, we've had a couple people
2: tell us here today that the Vikings could be in the market for drafting a quarterback at some point, uh, maybe early. You never know. Um, but, yeah, it'll be exciting moving forward looking at some of these draft guys. Senior Bowl is always a place where some of these guys stand out. I remember Cooper Cup last year, a wide receiver out of the middle of nowhere, and then he ends up shining in the Senior Bowl. And, yeah. I mean, he, he had a great rookie season in, uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. So yeah. it was cool
1: to, cool to see some of those guys compete this weekend, and, yeah, we're excited looking forward for the draft. Yeah. Last thing before we get to our conversation with Greg Cassell, Pat Shermer um, takes the job in New York as head coach. Any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny for me because I have friends from home who are big Giants fans, and, um, yeah, I was chatting with Michael Kay, who is the voice of the Yankees, which was cool to see him out here. He's got his yeah. own radio show, and he said, he said I think we got a good one in Coach Shermer, and I, I told him, I said, yeah, man. he's He had such a, we all know, a spectacular year calling the offensive plays yeah. for, for the Vikings and obviously the success of Case Keenum this year. So the Giants are, are looking forward to bringing Sh- Coach Shermer in and, Obviously, you still have U.I. Manning there, but looks like they're going to draft a quarterback at some point in the draft, so that'll be a good project for him out there. Um. But, yeah, we'll see who we name as our offensive coordinator going forward.
1: Yeah, that that's going to be sort of the first domino to fall for the Vikings as yep. they figure out and navigate the offseason and figure out what they want the offense to look like. They know Dalvin Cook's coming back, but who's going to be pulling the trigger at quarterback? And um, that's a good segue to our guest for today, Greg Cassell, who um, is good at analyzing every part about football because he's been doing it for a long time and he's got a lot of, um, you know, he's plugged into a lot of people in the league, but he really is good at quarterbacks. And, um, you know, the Vikings got a big quarterback situation to figure out. So so we we get Greg's thoughts on the Vikings' quarterback situation and some other things in our conversation with him. So take a listen. All right, so some quarterback news happened in the NFL yesterday. And when I think about talking about quarterbacks, the person I want to talk to is Greg Cosell. Wow. And and I found That's a high bar now. I I don't know. know. I'm – I found yeah. Greg on Radio Row just as we're starting to record. Was I the lost? Mobcast. Yeah, you might you have found been. found me? Was well, I lost? You were lost, and now you are found. Okay? So, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this a million times so far today. The well, trade no, of I Alex- actually just got here. Oh, you just got here. I just right. got here. So what do you think? Alex Smith to the Redskins, Kirk Cousins, we don't know where. What would you think when you heard that?
0: I was kind of surprised. Yeah? Uh, I Maybe I'm in the minority, and I know people who are very reasonable, smart people, and probably smarter than I am, you know, see quarterbacks differently. I personally like Kirk Cousins better as a quarterback than Alex Smith for many reasons. I mean, I think, number one, I think he's a better quarterback. Number two, he's certainly a lot younger. Okay, but yeah. obviously, someone in the Redskins organization did not feel Kirk Cousins was the answer going forward. And therefore, they traded for Alex Smith, um, and which really sets up a big payday for Kirk Cousins somewhere. And I'm sure that's being speculated right now. I, I don't have any inside information or the yeah. answer to that. But I think Kirk Cousins is a pretty quality NFL starting quarterback.
1: Yeah. Do you think this is the first kind of big big news the item? The first domino that's going to fall? will be a busy quarterback offseason, you think?
0: Well, there's a lot of teams that need quarterback, so to speak. Uh-huh. Or, or, or have quarterback fluid situations including your minnesota vikings yeah who do not have a quarterback under contract as we speak correct that's correct um i'm available <laughs> mm. okay um, oh well, well we're gonna keep right your number. right right uh, you'll be in the circle so no it's, it's there's i think a lot of teams that you know we're in a situation where they theoretically could be looking for a quarterback yeah i'll tell you a team that fascinates me with with their quarterback situation despite what they did this year, is the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Yeah. And why is that? Because
0: I really, look, I know what I see on tape. I feel pretty comfortable after having been watching tape for 25 years and gotten to speak and know the people I've known in that time period. I I have to believe that they know that Blake Bortles is not the answer going forward. Right, right. And they have a good football team, obviously. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, they have a Super Bowl type team. And they lack the quarterback.
1: I think that a lot of people, yourself included, would say, hey, this is a quarterback league, right? Then you can look at the conference championship mm-hmm. games, though, and you see Nick Foles and you see Case Keenum and you see Blake Bortles. And no disrespect to those guys, but that is not a who's who list of quarterbacks. No. So should we, yeah, but should, I know should your question we caution people, yeah. hey, don't, don't fall for the illusion, this is still a quarterback well, league?
0: Well, let's put it this way. It's ultimately percentages, is it not? Yeah. I mean, are there always years where something that's a little seemingly abnormal or seems to be an aberration happens? But I would doubt very much that in in uh, organizations and in meeting rooms and organizations, people are saying that quarterback position is not really as important as we thought. Right. Let, let's not really look to be really good at quarterback. We don't right. really need that. Right. that. I don't think that that conversation is being had. Now, what I think what I think you can do is if you don't feel you have that guy right that changes the way you go about structuring your team and building your team but I don't think anybody says we don't really need quality quarterback play in order to be a contender
1: you know and, and if you get that guy Greg and it's Russell Wilson on a rookie deal you can build your team a certain way, right? But if you get that guy and it's Aaron Rodgers on a hundred and fifty million dollar deal, now you got to build your team a different. Well, way. that's that
0: is arguably a bigger issue than um, uh, than wanting a quarterback because it, now it comes down to what he does to your cap. Yeah, that becomes the issue. Yeah. So the you know and and so teams have to decide that they have to decide when a quarterback comes up. And I'm trying to think of guys who are going to come up. I, I you know. I just got here from a long flight, and yeah. I'm yeah. basking in, actually, the beautiful weather here, which apparently yeah. will change dramatically tomorrow. But, I mean, the weather uh, changes here, Greg. Yeah, you I know I know. That. It is winter in, in Minneapolis. It, it, the, the weather changes. I mean, if you were expecting 70 and sunny, you're not in the right place. No, that's right. Although, right.
1: Radio Row, it's 70 and sunny. Yeah, it but is. But when you step well, outside, yeah. it is not. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, one thing about Radio Row here is if you're hungry, you're not lacking for any food choices. Well,
1: I mean, everyone's going to have something to complain about all the time. right? Food at Radio Row at this Super Bowl will not be one of them. No. you got no. the Shake Shack right here. You've got a food court right over there. And if you don't like your options here, it's a two-minute walk to another food court. All right? Well, there you go. Yeah. So you, you'll you be busy on Radio Row. You can follow Greg. I'll be here all day tomorrow, too. So okay. I'll be performing here all week. We, you know? we, yeah, I know yeah. that. Tip your waitresses on the way out. Yeah. Uh, at Greg Cassell, G-R-E-G. Cassell, C-O-S-E-L-L. Great follow on Twitter. I follow Greg on Twitter. We always catch up with Greg at the Combine, but we preempted the Combine this year, and we did it at Radio Row on the Super Bowl. So you're not going to be at the Combine? No, we are going. I'll be there. Okay, well, maybe we'll bother well, we you there, too. We hook up again, you know, as well. The last thing I want to bug you about, and then you're done, and yeah. you can go and, I mean, you know so many people here, and you can mingle. Kurt Warner just walked by. You're probably BFFs with him. But um, you're the executive producer of an awesome TV show. Well, now I'm on that show. And now you are on yeah. the show on ESPN. Tell us about that. I watch it oh, every it's, week. It's
0: been a fun year. I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's a little different when it's the words are coming out of your mouth and it's your lips that are moving as opposed to when you're just producing it. Yeah. So I probably – I didn't think it was possible for me to work harder this year given the hours I put in. But like I said, when it's your lips that are moving – you kind of feel like you have to be yeah. even more buttoned up. So, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. We shoot the final matchup show uh, Saturday here in Minneapolis. Oh, cool! On ESPN set, which I'm very happy to see is indoors. Yep. Uh, yep. At the IDS Center. That's right. And uh, it airs three times Sunday morning. So I'm really, I'm kind of really looking forward to that. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun. We think we'll have a really good show. It's been a blast working with Louis Riddick. Who's really smart. Mm-hmm. And Sal Pal, I've known now forever. And he's, he, well, he won't be on it this, uh, because he does the Hall of Fame. Okay. But so we'll have Trey Wingo, who I've also known cool. forever.
1: Yeah, well, it's a really fun show to watch. Uh, and, you know, we, we produce similar types of content, you know, for Vikings.com. Right, right. So it's fun to watch you guys do it because you're the best at it. So I, I really appreciate that. You you thanks. All right, have a good week here and we'll see you at the Combine. All right? All right, thanks. Thanks, Greg. All right, and finally, before we get to our official Super Bowl predictions, Let's talk about the Vikings' 2018 schedule, Chris. We don't know when, but we know who and we know where.
2: Yep, that's right. You uh, you did your little uh, look at the schedule on yeah, Vikings.com video. last yeah. week. Yep, so that's up there on Vikings.com. And why we kind of went through uh, the games on the road as well as the games at home and Man, this is a tough schedule. It's a tough road schedule. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I mean, we looking at some of the teams that we're definitely playing, this is not in any particular order yet. We'll find that out later in the offseason. But um, after Chicago, Detroit, and Green Bay, the division games, you have on the road at Los Angeles. Rams. Rams. On the road at the New York Jets, okay. On the road at the New England Patriots. And on the road...
1: Back in Philadelphia against the against the Eagles. So So we're gonna have a road game against a Super Bowl champion, whoever it is. That's right. And then a road game against the Super Bowl losing team, whoever that is. Plus we gotta go out to LA, we got the Packers. And Seattle as well. I'm sorry. Yeah, and we're at Seattle, yeah. At Seattle as well. Home games, you know, you got the division games. You got San Francisco, who's who's a little bit up and coming. Buffalo was a playoff team last year, and then the Saints. So I mean, not an easy schedule, but that's what happens when you win your division. You play a first place schedule. That's why so many different teams make the playoffs every year. That's right. I mean, look at it this year. The Eagles didn't make it last year. We didn't make it
2: last year. A lot of these teams. Jacksonville didn't make yeah. it the year before. Buffalo. So yeah. Buffalo. There's so many teams that that obviously benefit from these schedules, but. Uh, I like our home field advantage either way, especially against some of these teams looking at San Francisco, Buffalo, Miami, uh, Arizona, some teams that obviously have young quarterbacks and aren't as developed compared to some of the teams we are playing on the road. But, yeah, I I definitely see us taking care of some of those home games. Hope so, so, yeah.
1: All righty, before we go, time to predict the Super Bowl. I'll go first. You know, I think – it's Brady and Belichick, and I'm rooting for them. I want them to win. I want their legend to grow, and I know that pains you to hear that, Chris. Because <laughs> um, growing up as a Jets supporter and yep. fan, you know the Patriots were a thorn in your side. But no disrespect intended. I just I like the legend to grow because it's already a legend. And 30 years from now, when I'm telling someone about what it was like to watch the Patriots, it's a cooler story for me to say, yeah, they won six Super Bowls, yep. instead of saying yeah they, they won five and lost three. It's a cooler story. It's a better legend to be 6-2, and two. so I'm rooting for the Patriots. But I have a sneaking suspicion the Eagles are going to win the game. Wow. that was See, I thought you were totally going Patriots there. No, I have a sneaking suspicion the Eagles will win the game. Wow. And um, I like the way they're playing. I think they're hot. I think they have a, a great team, not just a great phase of the team. Um, I know they won't play as well against the Patriots as they played against us because that's the best they've played all season, and it's really hard to top that. But I think if they play 90% as well, I think they will be in the game at the end of the game. And uh, I cannot believe I'm saying it, but I think the Eagles have a good chance to win this game. What's, what's, what's your score prediction? 20-19, to 19, Eagles. Wow, so it's going to be a close one. Yeah. Wow. I'm
2: going to have to say... The opposite. All right. And I hope I, you're right, man. And, and I, and I'm. I know the Vikings fans are rooting for the Patriots. That's for sure. After what happened in Philadelphia last week, this is a lose lose for me as a fan, growing up in New York as a Jets fan, and obviously now Vikings faithful to the max. It's really tough to root for either of these teams as, as a fan. Um, but but in my head, I think this is going to be the Patriots game. I really do. I think uh, for some reason, the big game, they find out a way to win. And I just don't – Nick Foles played out of his mind last week, but I, I don't know if I trust him. So I see about a 27-20 to 20 Patriots victory. All right. And, yeah, it pains, pains me to say it either way. But, uh, yeah, I think the highlight of my night is going to be watching Justin Timberlake at halftime because I'm a big fan <laughs> of his. Yeah, <laughs> that, That's who I'm a fan of on, on Sunday. So. Yeah.
1: Well, let's just get this game over with, man. I can't believe I'm saying that about the Super Bowl. But yeah. after the way we went down, I just want this game to be over with, and let's get 2018 Agreed. going. All right. That's going to do it for this week's editions of the Wobcast, two of them from Radio Row. What up, Maddie? Say hi to Vikings fans right here. I have Vikings fans right here. <laughs> say say, hey everyone, this is Matt Burke and you're listening to the Wobcast. Hey everybody, this is Matt Burke and you're listening to the Wobcast.
2: That's gonna love lead. It. That's gonna lead the show. I love so. it.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, that's what happens at Radio Row, right yep. there. That's cool stuff, man. Uh, that's it from Radio Row for us. We'll be back here working, bringing you guys content, video interviews, all that stuff. But um, that's it for Wobcast for the week. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Wobcast, recapping the Super Bowl, taking right. a look ahead to 2018. Thanks, Chrissy, for your work this week, man. Good of, job. Of course. It's been fun, and uh, let's, let's see what happens on Sunday. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right. On behalf of producer and co-host Chris Corso, I'm Wobby, signing off for now. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everyone, and talk to you so next week. Yeah.